This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side with his brand new Apple Watch is Mike Fratelloni <laughs> with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. Just because I couldn't figure out how to shut it off and make it silent... But it is, uh, I did get a new Apple Watch. I do have a question about yeah, it as long as yeah. you brought do it you, up. Have you ever had one of these? I, I've not, and there's okay. a reason why, but I'm curious. Is this one where you and your wife have paired the watches and you're going <laughs> to sync and you're going to, because a lot of people do it in an effort to live a healthier lifestyle, correct? Yeah, I don't know if you, yeah, I, I, I will not be pairing or syncing okay. my watch. Okay. Not that I wouldn't, I just don't know why I would do that. But it does have a couple of cool features. It, um, if you fall down, it understands that you fell, and it will say, hey, do you, you need, need assistance, help? right? So, sure. like, my parents who are a little older do, my dad has one, and he said he had, like, stumbled a little bit and just didn't even hit the ground. He just stumbled, and my dad's in great shape, but he sure. stumbled, and sure enough, it said, hey, are you okay? Are you dead? Yeah, and, and you know, it does the oxygen intake thing, and it does some golf swing analysis and does all of that, but most importantly, it allows me to not carry my cell phone because it works as a watch and a phone, Huh. And so I can talk on it just like this. So if someone were to call yourself, like if I were to call you right now, my, would your, your phone would alert it? Or your my, watch would my alert watch it? would alert. But if my phone was in my car 200 yards away, it would just ring on my watch and I could talk on my watch. So my watch is a phone. Hmm. So my goal is to never have to carry a cell phone again, right? I'm like way too dependent on my cell phone. I'm way too dependent on my well, cell we phone. we all are. Yeah, but if I could just like, what I'm trying to do is like last night my wife and I went out to dinner. I'm like, well, I'm going to leave my cell phone just at home. Like I have no one to talk to. No, there's nothing You're I here. have to do. Yep. And then I still have my backup of my watch. So if someone did call me, I can look down at my watch and say, okay, wait, I can answer this or not answer it. Right? Okay. Right? But I mean, then what's the purpose of well, leaving your I'm phone not, at home? Then I'm not sitting with my wife uh, looking at Google's, Googling something. Or, okay. you know, I'm not sure. on sure. my phone. Sure. I've like released the, the phone. Uh, see, for me... And I'm I'm the same in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. I am I am way too addicted to my phone. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, most people that listen to the Garage Logic podcast, when we're not recording, I can tell when he's looking at me. He being Joe, because he sits right where you're sitting right sure. now, and I can tell when I'm either texting. Maybe it's a guest, or in most cases, it's Roycey. Yeah, can you come on today? Are we doing this? I need a spot to, for you to record. What are you bleeping doing? Yeah. And I said, well, I'm, I'm trying to get stuff lined up for the show or whatever. That's about 50% of the time. The mm-hmm. other 50%, it's either my wife or is it it's something baseball related. That's nice. Right. right. Yeah. So, But getting back to the, the watch point, the reason I'm not I, – I think that the device itself, whether it's the cell phone or in this case, is way too invasive. Mm-hmm. And I, I fought mightily. In fact, of all the people that I was really good friends with in college and, and whatnot – I was the last person to get a cell phone. Really? I fought it tooth and okay. nail. My my now wife, then girlfriend, had one and she said, well, You need a cell phone. I said, No, I don't. You know how to get a hold of me. Yeah. I don't need I don't need I, wish I, I don't need I, a cell I wish phone. I could do it. And this was, yeah. you know, twenty years ago. But still I thought, no, I I'm not getting one. I'm not I'm I'm bucking the trend. I am not getting a phone. And then of course I got one and what happened? I'm more obsessed with it than anybody I know. In nineteen ninety. I had a cell phone guy come to my house to sell us. Nineteen ninety. Yep. Was it the big Zach Morris? No, it was. It was relatively. It was a Nokia, and I do remember it would get like burning hot. 
right? And you know you didn't want to put it anywhere near your testicles or your head because it was not good, right? Right. And it would it you it would it would you'd walk by a speaker and all of a sudden you're you know on the speaker you're like oh, okay that can't be good for me. But my first cell phone bill was twelve dollars was the base price because mm-hmm. it was nothing, but it was all you paid by the minute then. And I remember it, it had this ring that I would always have on really loud because I wanted people to know that I carried a cell phone, right, back in 1990. Sure. Because so I, I wanted to be super, super cool because I was 18. And um, I, 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 But the salesman came to my home. They didn't have stores. So he came to the house and, like, sold me cell phones. That was a long time ago. So I was a, I was a really early adopter. Like, no one in college had them. I did. I, I was lucky enough. I don't know why so, I needed it. But, but the, the reason I sort of giggle when you brought up your new Apple Watch is, mm-hmm. Are, you're familiar with the Apple Watch concert. So when the Apple Watch first came onto the scene, what mm-hmm. would you say, five years ago? Yeah, yeah. So bit, roughly bit, around, yeah, then. around then. I remember, and we might have even done the story on the beer show back in the day, but there was a story of um, fiancé calls off wedding over Apple Watch. So we obviously didn't do this. No, I show. Re- okay. remind me. So <clears> there <throat> was a... Engaged couple, okay, couple of great looking twenty year olds in love, madly in love, and and they decided that they were going to pair together the Apple Watch because they were going to get the fittest they possibly could for their big day. Okay, right. Uh, I wanted to be a beautiful wife, and I wanted to be a beautiful husband, and boy, golly, we're going to get in great shape. Well, the reason they broke up was the um, the fiance noticed that her partner. At about two o'clock in the morning on a guy's weekend, his heart rate was oh. was going up significantly. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me! And, she's, she's, and I remember this mm-hmm. quote, which she said, "At first, I found it odd that he'd be working out at two o'clock in the morning." <laughs> yeah, I bet I'm you saying, would. Well, he's he's not working he's out, not and then she slowly out. realized, oh, oh, that's not why his heart rate is. Ne- <laughs> I've never done up. that. Never done that. I should try it, but I don't know if my heart rate would really go up if I'm just laying there. <laughs> Right. I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest. If I just, I doubt my heart rate would change. Oh, but Nicole, I'm I'll, sorry. I'll report back <laughs> next week. I'll report. I'll report back next week. It does tell you some amazing stuff. It has that heart rate monitor. It has oxygen monitors. It does all this stuff. So it can find if you I have a a uh, a fib. Right. I don't know. I'm just kidding, honey. That was very funny. She loves it when I do this show. She I know she does. I, I don't she know. probably she probably hates me. Because I, I just I, I I instigate you too much. Yeah, you you set the ball up for those <laughs> those tee shots that I can just hit. Um, so, uh, what did you think of the three M Open? Were you kind of excited about that? You know, honestly, I was going to, and I'm not kidding. I yeah. was going to try to watch. I was so stinking busy all weekend long that I didn't even I did not even see one shot. It could not have been a better. Did you winner. you attended it? Correct. I, I went out there one day. Yep. And okay. Just, and just saw it. But but Tony Finau won. Right. Super cool. Mm-hmm. And after I, an epic I, collapse, right? Uh, no. Well, Scott Percy right. collapsed. Right. Lo- had like an eight stroke changeover in like four holes, and it was just like they needed a great winner that someone knew their name. If it would have been a no name, it would have just hurt the tournament, and it would have hurt the PGA. But I don't know if Tony's going to go to live because he might get, you know, Tony would be a really marketable guy. Because Bubba Watson just committed For 41 million pounds, yeah. So Joe and I, well, Joe, Pat, and I disagree about the entire concept of live. Joe and Pat hate everything about the Mm -hmm. live tour Mm -hmm. because they're both, and I'm curious to get your reaction, and we've discussed the live tour on the show before, but they're golf purists. Mm -hmm. And Joe said, bleep those people yeah, <laughs> basically yeah. 
But it's at the it's still like how can you turn down that kind of money? Yeah, I mean, you know, remember El Jazeera like that? that yeah, sure. Yeah, so sure. I bet you if El Jazeera said to Joe Souchere, "Hey Joe, would you like to move the podcast over to El Jazeera?" By the way, we're going to give you $41 million to do it. I think Joe might be one of those stinking hypocrites who says, I love the purity of Hubbard Broadcasting Podcasts, but for $41 million, I'm going to Al Jazeera. I actually can answer because I asked him that exact yes. same thing. Yeah. Not I didn't include Al Jazeera, but sure. because we were arguing about it when we weren't doing the show today. I guarantee you he'd say no. And I know Why? Why? Well, A, because of his loyalty to, to 100%. Hubbard, but with his conviction in the, the, the evil nature that's behind what Barkley uses term, mm. the blood money behind yeah. this, behind the yeah. term. And yeah. I, I, I do believe him when he says that. Okay. I believe him too. He's also an adult man who's on like his last 10 years before retirement. Right. So sure. if he was 31 <laughs> that might be in different. his prime <laughs> and he hasn't spent a lifetime with the Hubbard's, you know, right. being a great partner to the Hubbard. Hubbard's and it would be very, very difficult. I do not. I, I don't think it's good for golf. I really don't. I don't think it's splitting it up, splitting the talent. There's just not that many talented golfers. I mean, it's very hard to be that level of golfer. So when you split it in two, there are going to be two tournaments that you just don't want to watch anymore. Right. Because right? they just won't have everybody in them. Right. It's going to be frustrating. And it's, it's hard to compete with uh, somebody who has no need to financially compete on logic. They can compete just with fake money because it's not real money to them. So have you seen the design for this new way of living in um, yes. Saudi Arabia? Yes. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, this 152-mile-long city or whatever? I'm trying. I Now I'm trying to find it because I had it pulled up here before you got here. Now I can't find so it. So it's uh, like a 50-story tall or 500 feet tall, something like that, yep. thin relatively thin city that runs in a line and that's mirrored on the outside. So like environmentally, you can't even see that it's there. It's 150 plus miles long, 200, 200 miles long. Yes. And it has, a it's called bullet a train. revolution in civilization. It's basically, well, how, how wide would you say it is Mike? A uh, block. Yeah. A yeah. city block, yeah. but it's 200 miles long and it's basically, it can house 9 million residents. Mm-hmm. And it's all in the name of a carbon-free footprint yeah. and a futuristic sense of living. And it's like multiple layers, and there's trees dangling in the like air. It looks like hell on earth, and it's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, but I don't here's know. where yeah, I'm going okay. with this because it's you know it's uh, virtualistic uh, mm-hmm. 3D neighborhoods, and look at all this greenery, and it's in the middle of the desert. Yeah, yeah, and it's got obviously uh, a bullet train that can take you from this end to that, and in 20 minutes, oh my god, this is so great. Yeah, people won't need cars; they won't. You know. Autonomous services. I'm reading all the descriptions right now. To which I say, okay, for the last two years, we've been fighting a virus. Mm-hmm. That we were told we all need to get the hell away from one yeah, another. Yeah. And this defies everything of that. Well, you know, if it's... So if one person gets whatever the new variant is going to be, then ev- the entire civilization is going to be well, infected I don't know that, right? Once. It's 50 stories... What does it say? 50 stories tall? I thought it was more like 100. It might be. It's like really, really tall. Yes. So it's 50 stories tall times 150 miles, 200 miles, uh, times a block wide. That could be... 
the same size. If you took that out to a one level place, that's multiple square miles. I mean, multiple square miles for nine million people. It could still be a lot of space, is what I'm saying. But you're how would how would you not go nuts? Like when you see these when you see these um, high rise buildings in Singapore or mm-hmm. China or whatever, you're seeing these cramped, crowded spaces where okay, even if you have a thousand square feet yeah. inside this monstrosity, you're still gonna feel contained. I couldn't live like that. Yeah, well, you're a city boy. You're not a city boy. You're a you're a country boy. I'm a I'm a fifty fifty yeah, boy. Yeah, well, you live out in Carver. There's but I nothing... work downtown. Okay, okay, but you know, you go to bed in Carver, Jordan, right? You're Jordan. not living downtown where you're you're hearing car alarms and police sirens all night long. True, but that uh. that to me then okay, all you're dealing with then is neighborhood noise it's constant it would be really interesting to see i I mean i'm not saying i'd want to live there the drawings are really cool i mean that would look really really special i don't know why you know so they were talking about um you know the towns they built where they spread out from the circle you know they spread out because is this what the uh you remember we talked about the new timberwolves owner mark laurie is this that style of city that he's trying to create don't no. you remember us discussing that? Yeah, but I think he's just trying to create a like a utopia, right? But not not this type, not in. So one this line. has nothing to do with what he was uh, envisioning a couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't know. I okay. don't know. That would be cool though. Mm-hmm. We could use a utopia. You think so? Like, let's get a couple of them, <laughs> right? And then there might be a day where we say, "Hey, you don't want to be in a utopia, and we do. You you have that. Go ahead, take Seattle. We're gonna put a utopia in Nebraska." <laughs> Right. Why don't you, we're just going to give it away. I don't know. Go ahead and I mean, take it's, it. it's kind of gone, anyways, right? Okay. I don't know. I guess. Although I love Seattle. I don't know. Seattle's a beautiful place. You know, I was just there. It's okay. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Outstate Washington is gorgeous. gorgeous. But yeah. Seattle, I thought, huh, all right. Yeah, whatever. Been, been there, done We've that. We've been there. Never you, coming back. You know, it's, it's, it <laughs> is funny that. Did you hear my watch? I Why? did. I just shot the volume off. So what was that signifying? That was, I'm getting text messages from my wife. Oh. Yeah. She already heard the show. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's already, already mad at you. She's already yelling. I'll give you heart rate. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I was going to someplace, something. It was going to be unbelievable. Oh, I, I'm going to our first uh, email for the show. Um, and by the way, thanks thanks to all the people that are buying into the bit. I like this, that they're, they're, they're digging the weekly scramble. And they're emailing us, including Mark, who sent this to me Monday morning at just about 10 o'clock. And I have a follow-up to this story. All right. Uh, Kolachki days. We brought up Kolachki's a a while back. Hey, Reavers. It's Mark from Grand Rapids area here. Longtime emailer, never successful. I'm actually at McCullough Campground. I'd like to personally thank you for inspiring my compassionate one, the CEO, for dragging my finished tail 199 miles to celebrate her family heritage. I can honestly say it was fun, minus the massive storm on Saturday, because mm. he's talking about the Montgomery area, uh, minus the massive storm. We were able to ride it out at Cabela's, so that was all right. Me, being the car guy that I am, enjoyed the downtown the downtown show. It was quite larger than I expected. Tell Joe it was an American cars, not the British crap. The little <laughs> guy bounced till he couldn't bounce no more. We were blown away with the never-ending parade. The food was great. The in-laws liked the beer, though more check... Uh, I can't read that sentence. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for recommending Kolachki Days. Uh, your cousin from Brooklyn, Mark. That's cool. Well, I have a different Kolachki Days story. Okay. So uh, are you familiar with Kolachki Days down in Montgomery? <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you think I know where Montgomery, Minnesota is? Do you know why I ask questions like that? Because yeah, I know that's know the fact, reaction I mean, I, I'm going I to get from you. I do not care where Kolachki Day although I do want to open up Kolachki Day's in, or Kolachki uh, stand at the, the State Fair. I think it would be great. But Good luck staffing it. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, uh, you saw this. Did you see the story? Yeah, where they're just short. Like They're basically begging people to yeah, come work. Yep. That's I was going to send my girls because they're 15. Yeah. And say, hey, go ahead. You can go make 2000 bucks because they're going to have you work from like 6 in the morning till midnight. 12 days straight, right. like right before school starts. Good right. luck to you kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on Sunday, uh, I was unaware that it was Kolachki Days mm-hmm. in Montgomery. So it's a long way to get there, but just just hang with okay. me. So I had a game in Webster. This is a town ball story. I had a game <laughs> oh in Webster on Sunday. I knew you'd bring it up. And so I was leaving my place in Jordan, and the boys said, hey, Dad, we want to go with you today. All right, awesome. Usually it's... One of them might want to go, mm. neither want to go. They want to stay home and hang with mom, and I never make them go. It's yeah. if you want to come with me, you are absolutely mm-hmm. always more than welcome. And yeah, dad, we want to go with you today. I said, all right, swell. Mm-hmm. So we start making the trek south uh, into New Prague. I pull up to my quick trip in New Prague because that's my jam. And oh, they didn't have what I needed. And I no. thought, oh, darn. I said, all right, well, guess what, guys? And uh, I, I had to get ice and do whatever. And so I said, well, there's that Casey's that's right on 13 in Montgomery. We'll go there, then zip it east to go back over to Webster. Mm-hmm. Well, we get into Montgomery. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of cars here today. It's busy. Man. And then we pull up to Casey's, and holy crap, there's and – and then it dawned on me, oh, bleep. It's, it's Kolachki days. days. I got stuck <laughs> in Kolachki days amidst the parade. Oh, no. And so – Montgomery's not a very big town. Okay. I'm going to guess it's right around 2,500 people, maybe mm-hmm. 3,000 people. And there's that one main highway that runs through. But unfortunately, I tried to turn around oh. because you couldn't go this way because the car, you couldn't take a left because it was just there was so much traffic. Sure, so sure. you basically had to take a right and then work your way back. Okay, yeah. And I got caught in the bleep and parade. And you can't back up because there's cars behind you trying to go where you're going. The parade has cut off most of the streets. And um, you know what my little I cartoon could, bubble's wondering? Please. What at Casey's General Store <laughs> did you need to? I mean, was it a certain varietal of Mountain Dew? Was it chew? No, it was not chew. It was a specific kind of energy drink okay. that I enjoy. Wait, which which one? Which energy drink do you care enough about? Is it a Celsius or something like that, or what? It's the it's the the large white can of Monster. That's that's, okay. that's my particular okay. drink. So when when Joe calls you a Mountain Dew drinking, you're like, nope, nope. I'm actually drinking Monster, right? Which is maybe more moronic than Mountain Dew. It certainly is. Yeah. And um, the the beauty of it is, um, you know, normally in a situation like that. I'll have the air conditioning on, and maybe I'm listening to the Twins game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I can swear at everybody, and no one can hear me. Yeah. Unfortunately, my two children are sitting in the back seat, so I have to remain very calm and yeah, collected and, and quiet. Yeah. And then, of course, the guy that I help the team with, he says, where are you? And I, I can't really text him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm stuck in Montgomery mm-hmm. uh, in the in parade Klaski because days. I'm a moron. Yeah. Um, anyway, but uh, do, you, do you think it's um, <laughs> false advertising that you act so different around your children? Because I think I'm no. the exact same guy. In fact, I tell my girls every time, like, get over it. Your dad's like a 12-year-old boy. I make a joke, dumb joke every once in a while. Live with it. Yeah. But you are like a you are a saint. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say I'm a okay, saint. Okay, okay. I, I, but well, no swearing. You would never swear in front no, of your No, I accidentally have on occasion. I just, uh-huh. I try not to. Sure. At least I make a conscious effort not to swear in front no, of my kids. Is, I guess smart. But right? then, of course, here's what happens. 
I bring them around my two brothers, and that's all they do. And I yeah. say, hey. Yeah. And they said, well, they're going to hear it at some point anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, swearing's weak, but I, you know, it's a home, weak thing that I do. Right? Yeah, but if we're at home and you're watching a movie, yeah. you say, okay, you know, you're going to hear words. You can't, you're not allowed yeah. to repeat. That, yeah. Those are the rules, right? Yeah. And, uh, if you're watching whatever. Oh, I know, Dad. Those that's a word I can't repeat until I get older. That's mm-hmm. that's you know, that's the bit. That's key, anyway. isn't it? Uh sure. Yeah, I mean I, I just I, guess. I, I every time I I attempt to stop swearing, right? Mm-hmm. Don't want to do it in business, I don't want to do it at home, I don't want to do it and then a random article that seems to pop up every six months saying those who swear actually have a higher IQ than people who don't swear. I've read, and that's yeah. all I need is a little <laughs> affirmation to say, well, actually, Mike, you're a little bit brighter, right. you know, because you swear. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that. I'm just going to run with it. But it is cheap. It's cheap and foolish. And I can shut it's it off. It's a stress reliever. I don't even, I, I don't know. I, but, but I do, I, I tend to swear and that is cheap and ugly of me. It's a, it's part of my personality that I wish I could change. Our next email comes to us from Jeanette, uh, talking about the weekly scramble. Jeanette or Janet? It's, well, it, I believe it's Jeanette. It's J-E-A-N-E-T-T-E. Wouldn't oh, that be Jeanette? Jeanette. Wow. Okay. okay. I, I thought you were just, no. I thought you were, I, I don't know why I ripped on you, but I thought, That's oh okay. my God, it's called Janet, you I, doofus. I, I deserve to be ripped. That's you all right. It, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Je- Jeanette. You, Jeanette. Uh, hey, Reavers, you and Mike uh, discussed Lake... <laughs> Pondere in North Idaho. And she, because I said, I think I called it Lake Pend O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one that means like loop earrings. Pondere, or yeah. yeah. It was once home to the Farragut Naval Base because of its depth. My grandpa had his submarine training in that lake back in 1942. Uh, I love all the GL related shows. You guys and Dawn make my day very tolerable. Thank you so much, Jeanette. Did he say, okay, she, Jeanette Lake said. Lake Pondere in Idaho. Yeah, but she said that us and Dawn, mm-hmm. Dawn is on the Krabby Coffee Shop. Correct. Did you hear the Krabby Coffee Shop the other day? I, when Dawn I wasn't not. on. I did not. And those guys did like. A thirty-minute <laughs> prayer for Dawn to come back. Like she's the best. She's the most talented woman. I'm like, oh boys, don't even bother doing the show. So if she's that big a deal. So, Ross, you know Ross. Ross was I coming in Ross, here yep, to yep. Uh, record some videos, and he's trying to do a lot of things with social media, whether it's geo related, mm-hmm. our show, what have you. And so he said, "Well, I, I need a video f- of you guys to promote the Krabby Coffee Show." And of course, because Kenny's, you know, up in Alexandria and yeah. Johnny is at his house. Well, I said, well, why don't you just use the, the, the StreamYard service that I use for Garage Logic and then we can repurpose a video that way? And he said, okay, cool. I said, well, what do you want to do? So we were sitting here before we did GL and Kenny said, he has his newspaper. He said, well, here's the promo. Um, we didn't want to do it today. Oh, really? That, that was two weeks ago. Something like that. We're yeah, not doing it. We're yeah. not doing a show because yeah. Don's not here and we don't want to. Oh, that's that funny. That was his promo. That was the whole anyway, thing. So, yeah, I, I, I get he He doesn't like doing My that show. My wife uh, asked me one day, she's like, what? what's that Ross like? <laughs> I was like, honey, slow your roll, right? First of all, everybody that's on radio is never usually seen. There's a real good reason for that. <laughs> okay. Not that Ross isn't a handsome kid. Wow, right? that's right. Mean. No, Ross is a good-looking kid. I don't actually. I don't even know what he looks like. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know which one Ross is. But I just kind of laughed that she was like, "Tell me more about him." Like, well, remember when you went met Kenny? She's like, "That's Kenny," and I'm like, "Yep, that's Kenny." <laughs> when he describes himself as a beard-wearing hayseed, uh, frozen hot dog dipped in hot Velveeta eating. <laughs> 
When he said he did that, that's our guy. That's him. That's, that's what that, Kenny that's is. That's Kenny in a nutshell. It's funny. So it's so pronounced Lake Pondere. Lake Pondere. Pondere. That sounds better than whatever Pond O'Reilly is. What yeah, you ever whatever. Call it. Uh, that I. But uh, that's cool. The fact that her grandpa had a submarine training there. That is cool. That's right? so cool. Yeah, and you know, I guess they don't know how deep that lake is. Well, we figured kidding, it out. I, know, I was yeah, kidding. Was I was just making fun of you. Um, okay, so I did buy something new. I don't know if you've tried these yet. Talk to me. The Mountain Dew seltzers. I had one. It they're not good. No. No, they taste like a Mountain Dew with a little bit of booze. Mm-hmm. Put them in my refrigerator, and all of a sudden, my twelve-year-old pulls out a Mountain <gasps> Dew. And I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And she's like, "What?" She had no concept. Didn't bother reading. She would have never read it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't scream that it's booze hardly anywhere on there. I was like, "Oh yeah, honey, that's that's a seltzer." And she's like, "Oh, like she still didn't get what I meant when I said that's a seltzer." And she's like, "Oh, that's booze." I had no idea. She didn't drink it. In fact, uh. I partially have a feeling that that's done by design. Almost to get like the, kids the way going. The, the well, we we've seen that with tobacco. Yeah, how it's flavored. Yeah, oh, grape no, flavored tobacco. Grape flavored tobacco. It's, -flavored yeah. tobacco. it's mm -hmm. to get you. A, it's to get you hooked on it. Yeah. That's the whole design. And those of you that say anything different, you're fooling yourself. That's exactly why it's designed that way. 100%. I'm not accusing Mountain Dew, but why else would you be making this? I I went to the liquor store. Um, and I just was walking around and I saw it and I don't drink Mountain Dew, but I thought, well, I have to have some of those. So I, we had four people over the other night okay. and I went and spent like 240 bucks on booze and I was like, wait. And then like one guy had water, one had one of those mini diet Cokes and I was like, huh, I really don't know how to buy for people. But <laughs> now you think I, have, I was coming over. <laughs> yeah, I have excess booze. I was like, that was extremely a large amount of wine. And, you know, I'm buying like random Mountain Dew 24 packs of, and I'm like, what am I going to do with all this stuff? <laughs> so now I have it. You know how you always have the secondary fridge? It's either out in the garage. Yep. Like we have one in the basement, but the kids are in the basement. Now kids are just getting to the age where, like, hypothetically, someone would want to steal a can of beer or something. Sure. So now I got to, like, figure out how to lock that thing so they can't go do that. It's going to, I'm going to be a horrible. I'm going to not, it's going to be really tough on me when my girls get to be that age. It's so worse than the Mountain Dew angle with the alcoholic drinks. Mm. Have you seen, I, I think, I think it's truly, but truly makes their truly seltzer in a freeze pop. I've seen those. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, this is a bad idea Yeah, that, because I mean, you're going to have these in your garage freezer and your kid's going to be out playing baseball in the backyard going, man, I could use a freezy right yeah, now because right? it's summer, you know? I, I totally could want to, and I wouldn't even blame them for not understanding. Truly doesn't scream booze on it. No. And it doesn't taste like booze when you're drinking it. And I, I'm thinking, okay, I, I like a good seltzer in the summertime. Hell mm -hmm. yeah, let's go here. But I, I don't really say to myself, boy, you know, I really have to get a freezy right now full of full of booze to really crank off the summer here. I am going back. Remember years ago when we were doing the beer show? Sure. I said to many of the brewers, could you please make a 2.5% beer? That was your uh that was the that was the hill that you were going to die that on. That was the one I wanted to have and mm -hmm. I said and I think you should call it like beer flavored water or water flavored beer or mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. like that. And no one's done that yet, but I promise you that guys like you and me that are mowing their yard would like to have a beer on our riding mower, but maybe not one that's going to get us drunk, but maybe like, oh, I can have, they're 74 calories and it's 2.5% and I can have four of them. And it's like the equivalent of having two regular beers. I think that would be a total, total winner. I don't know why the world hasn't 
grabbed that yet. Well, what would you think about this? This was sent to us by Jordy. He says, uh, hey, Reeves, I know you and Frat don't do the beer show anymore, but maybe you could use this for your show. Good luck, Jordy. <clears throat> A new beer in Singapore mm. <laughs> is now going to be made from recycled sewage water. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't correlate, but okay, go ahead. Where are we going with this one? Well, that's the thing I can't understand because it's called New Beer. No, or no it's excuse, not. excuse me, yeah. New Brew. New Brew. A Singapore, a brewery in Singapore called Brewworks worked with the county countries. Ooh, I'm having a tough time today. The country's public utilities board to produce the unique pour pub has been investigating ways to reduce water waste for quite some time, beginning with a study on sewage water sterilization in the 70s. By 1998, Pub had found a way to treat, reclaim, and produce sewage water for reuse without sacrificing affordability or public health. Mm. The sterilized water called New Water, as in capital N-E-W, lowercase a-t-e-r, was first introduced to raw water reservoirs from which it would eventually make its way into the general water supply. Now, however, new water is sold for direct consumption in plastic water bottles. Brewwork started using this newer drinkable iteration of new water to beer to brew, excuse me, new brew. In 2018, the Tropical Blonde Ale just began hitting supermarket shelves in April, where it's expected to sell out by July, thanks to a surprising level of demand. In fact, the beer has already sold out at their locations. I wonder what their... Okay, cartoon bubble tagline. Here we go. Right? Super refreshing with a side of turd. I mean, what could it be? <laughs> right? I mean, I would never drink that. You would make a horrible market. I, I would never, ever in my life drink that. Well, that's that sounds what disgusting. I, that's what I can't wrap my head around is, who are these people? Well... You, you often have, like, remember, they'll uh, they'll have some product and they'll say, hey, this product was really good. Oh, by the way, we found fentanyl in it. It's like, oh, well, that's not good. Like, why and is that fentanyl in it? would have been nice to know. Right, yeah, it would be nice to know. They had, in fact, you just had the story about some drink that had uh, Viagra in it, right? What was the... Oh, no, it was, uh, it was honey. Honey that had the Viagra yeah. in it, right? And you're thinking, oh, honey, it's pure. Well, I'm sure they're going to serve this beer and everyone's going to say, oh, it's good. And then they're going to go, uh-oh, uh-oh. Hold uh, up. Lot number 47... Had a little bit of not. It didn't work. the The light to to clean it out didn't. The light bulb was off, so it didn't get sterilized. Why would you take the risk? I just want fresh water. I mean, I don't need new. I don't need recycled water. And what I, again? I'm I'm trying to get back to is, okay. You 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 willingly know. Is it because in your mind? And I'm not ripping you. If that's if that's your jam, you go right ahead. And obviously, a, if you're a fecal freak. If it was well, what I'm saying is. <laughs> If you're an environmentalist, okay. hell-bent right. on preserving Mother Earth, and you think this is in some way going, God bless you. Mm -hmm. But obviously it had to have been approved by a governing body to be able to be produced. Yeah, the governments always, aren't always right. I mean, That's strangely, true. like our government is always right, but many governments are not always right. Did you get my joke there? Like I said, our government is always right, but some governments are not always right. No, because I was just seeing a quote by by your president well, okay, and shaking my head. Let me ask this. like. Here's what I understand. Talk to me. That matter can no, actually never be destroyed. It can just can be converted into something different, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I drink water. That water uh, sustains my body. Then I, I urinate some of that water out. Okay. And then it gets filtered through. Then it gets sent back to a reservoir. That water goes through the system, goes back through the bedrocks, gets filtered, gets pulled back out, comes out my spout, 
right? It's the whole circular process. So why do I need to, in the middle of that, break in and say, okay, wait, we're going to take the water here (laughs) that hasn't gone through the last filtration process. What's the difference? It's going to make it to the tap anyways. (laughs) It's all circular. Why do we have to stop like... You know, oh, we use that big filter. Like we put a coffee filter in through the system, and it got all the solids out. That's gross. People are gross and stupid. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I too am gross. That was and stupid. my conclusion. Was yes, people are gross and what, stupid. What did the president say? Did he say nah, so, he, we're not going to do that? It's about the economy and how the economy is doing great, and then refused to take questions and then walked off the stage. But I that doesn't sound like him. He usually is poignant, clear. Oh, you just yeah. gave me okay. Yeah. I don't know. Nah, I like him. He is great. I like him. You're familiar he, with the um uh the fountains on Hennepin Avenue? The uh, fountains on Hennepin Avenue. Downtown Minneapolis. Uh as you approach oh, what's that cross section? Uh is that that's not um PV Plaza. What um I'll, I'll try to get the location here in a second. I'm sure. What building are they outside of? Uh, They're not in the Federal Reserve building or? I think, no, it's further south than that. Or no, further, that'd be further west than that. Anywho. Okay. Just picture in your mind's eye. Fountains. The fountains on Hennepin Avenue in downtown Minneapolis. Okay. Well, this morning, um, this was taken at just after 6 o'clock this morning, it appears that a prankster has put a large quantity of detergent oh, yeah. into uh, into the fountains on Hennepin Avenue in downtown Minneapolis. Security arrived just before 6 a.m. The foam had billowed nice. out into the street. It's just a big foam okay, party. I know Minneapolis has their issues. Yeah. And I'm not a... Obviously, I'm against crime. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. That's for, a pretty good one. That's a pretty right? good one. That, that's a harmless prank. Yes. The, no, nothing was lit on fire. Nothing was broken. I mean, I doubt it, right? I doubt anything. Yeah. Okay. Now you're now you. Boggle. I'm trying to, th- I'm trying well, I'm to, think, trying of to what... think of what because I've I've walked past these fountains a million times. I'm just trying to picture. Why where... can't I picture them? Anyway, um, by the gay nineties, where is it? Like, uh, how do I not know? And of course, the the video that's taken. I just randomly picked the gay nineties because I wanted to say that oh, bar and restaurant. So picture uh, the library. Yes. Okay. Okay. Where Hennepin Avenue crosses the library yep. there. Is that fifth or is that sixth? I'm trying to yeah, think okay. of what that is. Um, so I, right I thought, by the library where okay. the library is. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's that's where the fountains that are. That new library that Minneapolis built, because of course you need a library downtown. Right. Right, because that's where everybody goes to the library, and then they don't have enough money to keep it open. Is that the one? Yeah, the one where the guy that was running it wasn't even living here. Didn't even live in the state. He was in California. Yet he sued us because yeah. we let him go. Right, 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 because he demanded uh, justice. Yeah, how could you not? I mean, why would they expect you to work at the library that you run? Well, that, that's just, that's that's wrong, Mike. That seems odd. Yeah. That seems odd that you could try to get away with that and you have the audacity to sue the city <laughs> because they said, no, we kind of need you to be in the library. Well, it's just like right? Joe had the story today. The kid that, if you, you've seen the video of the kid getting into a tussle with uh, a New York City cop. At the subway platform. Not, not seen that yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Yeah, it was pretty graphic and pretty vile. Well, he had already been arrested, and he was causing mischief, and so he uh, was going to be arrested again by the police. He got an altercation. Of course, uh, he was uh, brought in. He was apprehended, brought in, arrested, then released again, and now mm-hmm. he wants to sue the police officer because, of course, that's the way we live in 2022. So, yeah. Well, that, I'm going to call that gentleman a scamp. That that kid there, he's a scamp. I don't know what that means. You know, it's one of those old old terms from the 20s mm-hmm. when like you're like just describing a young lad who's like, that kid, he's a scamp. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, mean, God, I, I hope 
to, to for all goodness that scamp isn't some horrible derogatory word. Well, if it is, this gonna, will gonna, be a great last gonna, show. We're gonna are be you put gonna together. look it up and like you can't use the word scamp anymore? Well, you know what? Honestly, what comes up the first thing that comes up because okay. this is what I was picturing. Yeah. It's a brand of of camper. Oh yeah, um, that's uh, that. Isn't that a champ? No, it's it's called a scamp because that's the first thing I thought oh, of when you said okay. that word. Right, it's right. a. I believe they're smaller. Because they're a picture, not a pop-up style, but one of those that's kind of, uh, it looks almost like a teardrop kind of a formation. Yes. That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. what a scamp is. So the definition of scamp, though, is a person, especially a child, who is mischievous in a likable or amusing way. Uh. So that kid who got in a fight with a cop, he's just a scamp. He's just a scamp having fun with a cop as he's beating him to death. I brought this up in passing. I don't think this was on the show for GL, but speaking of campers... I know you don't do a lot of rural driving like I do. No, no, I do not. I can't tell you how often, whether I'm either driving to a tomball game or going to visit my parents or my brothers or, or you know, whatever, if mm-hmm. I'm just driving, because I hate, I hate driving on the freeway. If I need to go somewhere, I want to see Cornfield. That's just the way it is. Okay? And, and, well, that's also the place where you get the best two for three dollar discounts on your Monster Energy drinks. Correct, exactly. Oh, okay. I want to go to Montgomery because it's cheaper <laughs> over there and they actually have it in stock. But anyway, I am noticing a significant amount of people selling their stuff. Hmm. More than, oh, this guy just wants to get rid of his camper, for instance. Because I saw one the other day, and there was one yard I drove by. This guy had a camper, a motorcycle, um, a four-wheeler. Legitimately, he looked like he was selling everything. And I I can't imagine because I didn't see a for sale sign, so I'm going to guess he's not moving. But I'm noticing so much more of that lately where – Obviously, I'm going to guess that it has a lot to do with just cost of living right now. Is outrageous. You read it yesterday on Garage yeah. Logic. Yeah. It's uh, is it four hundred and fifty dollars per month more, more expensive than it was for a, a year family ago. than it was I, a year ago. I mean, four hundred and fifty bucks is a big car payment, yeah. right? Yep. And now that's gone. I mean, right. all of a sudden you're looking at your motorcycle, saying, "Okay, I drove that three times this summer. I better sell this thing because I need that money." And which I guess what floored me, because of course I let my curiosity get the best of me. There was a price for a camper mm-hmm. in this guy's yard. I thought, he is going to get what for that camper? So my bro- both of my brothers own campers, and so, okay. so does my parents. They all own campers. Like the pop-up campers. No, like this was a not a fifth wheel, but it was a pull-behind, like oh, a okay. large pull-behind camper. It, and I thought, so I texted my brother. I said, this guy, blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, that's actually not a bad price. So I said, well, how much are these damn things? Yeah. And he said, well, if you get a nice fifth wheel, you can spend $100,000 on one of those. I thought, whoa, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said a, a nice new fifth wheel can be, you know, around round hundred grand. Have you have you looked at a brand new SUV lately? I have. I mean, I, I um, Cadillac Escalades, great looking truck, sure, right? Yeah. Beautiful truck. Sitting out in the lot, look at it, and I said, oh, wow, that looks really cool. $144,000. I was at a dealership getting an oil change yeah. last Friday. And I thought, well, oh, I'm just going to sit here for, and it was taking a while. And she even Gotta warned me. Yeah. She said, hey, just to let you know, um, we're a little light on staff today. We're, we were already short. And unfortunately, a ki- one of our service techs got COVID. So it might take a little mm-hmm. bit longer. I thought, eh, no problem. I got I got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I've got my phone here. I can get some work done and whatnot. So after about a half an hour, I was getting kind of bored. So I thought, you know, I'm going to walk the lot because they had some inventory. There was a 2021 Hyundai SUV mm-hmm. sitting in the lot. Nothing fancy, just sure. a nice, sharp-looking yeah. new Hyundai with 
maybe 10,000 miles on it, maybe maybe a little bit less. $69,000. Yeah. And I wow. said, "What?" Yeah. Was that the is that a Telluride? I, so, I don't know. I that, just I just saw the does Hyundai. Hyundai make the Telluride. I, don't, I I couldn't answer that because those Tellurides, if that's the one, maybe I it might be a Hyundai or Kia Telluride. I don't know which one. I might I, I might be confusing the two. That is an unbelievably good looking SUV. No, it was very sharp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm but not ripping for it, the seventy car. grand. But I, I couldn't believe it. I, and I, I thought um, I just bought one. In January of 2021, and mm-hmm. I bought it for granted back then. Mm-hmm. Nobody was really buying vehicles because yeah. you know people were worried about the pandemic, money, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And I, I remember buying that thing for under uh, Kelly Blue Book, yeah. and the dealership that I because I bought it out of state. The dealership once a month sends me an email that they want to buy it back for me. Isn't that crazy? And they'll they'll give me more. Well, um, and I've thought about taking them up on it, but then it's like, well, I, I need a vehicle. Then you got to go buy a $70,000 one-year-old. Yeah, and I don't want to yeah. do that. I, I, I'm sure Schmelz has some nice cars that They do. And I, in yeah. fact, uh, when they were doing the 0% a few months back, I thought about pulling the trigger on it because I like the, I really like the look of the, the is it the Tiguan? Tiguan, yeah, yeah that's great. a that's yeah. a cool looking. I like the sharp uh, the, the sharp look of that vehicle. I but, never understood. Tiguan seems like a like an Asian sounding word to me. Tiguan, hmm. right? Doesn't that like that sure. or Native American maybe? Sure. It's a German car company. How are you? What does Tiguan mean? <laughs> now we're bug? gonna find out it actually <laughs> has Ger- German heritage. To I mean, maybe it. maybe it does. It just doesn't sound like a. I'm gonna look that up. See you. now, see that's something that you're gonna let bother you. Yeah, uh, no, it bothers me every day. I see a Tiguan. <laughs> Uh, I also had another email from Roger, and I'm having a difficult time finding it. Oh, yeah, here it is right here. Uh, Scott writes in. This is Scott from Cottage Grove. Uh, Hey, Reeves, just catching up on the weekly scramble. A couple weeks back, Mike was talking about a place to go in St. Paul where he got two drinks for $7.50. Where is this place? Me and my wife need a date night because I remember you bring. What is it called? Bogies. How do you spell that? B o g e y s. Bogies B- like in golf. Like I had a bogey. Oh, and we're it's it's in St. Paul. Yeah, it's right on uh, Highway 13 and uh, highway. Uh, 35. You okay. can't miss it. Everybody knows. And if you're from Mendota, wait a right? minute. It's in Mendota. Isn't there a Lucky's? The pub? Lucky's is down about a mile. Okay, like, so it's, but it's in that road. area. This is right on the. Okay, so I looked up Tiguan. Okay, and it's even dumber than I had thought. <laughs> Tiguan is an amalgamation of two words. Both tiger and iguana. So it's a Tiguan. Oh. So the Volkswagen Tiguan, Tiguan, named in combination of a German words for tiger and iguana. So someone said, let's pick two animals' names. A tiger no, iguana. No. Tiguana. They're geniuses, and here's why. Why? They went straight up Napoleon Dynamite on it. it they did. Remember he they did. was it the liger? Yeah, I mean a lion and a tiger. A lion yeah, but, and tiger but they did a tiger and an iguana. Two Diametrically opposed animals. You want to have a good time. Yes. You watch Napoleon Dynamite with my 10 and 7-year-old for the first time. Oh, do they like that? They laughed. Well, because they just love dumb humor. They're yeah, like they're exactly like yeah, me. Yeah, it's pretty clean. I, I think oh, yeah. I don't even okay. think there's one bad word in that movie, which is what which is part of its charm. But I remember watching that with them for the first time and then just listening to them laugh at something so stupid that Napoleon does. Just Brings me joy. If you really want to enjoy yourself <laughs> and feel a little uh, sad, watch. My kids are going through. They started the Kardashians from day one. Oh, dear God. So you get to see Bruce Jenner, like arguably still one of the best athletes in Bruce the world. Bruce Jenner, right? Yeah, still Bruce Jenner. But then all of a sudden, his kids bet him that he wouldn't pierce both of his ears. 
And then he gets both of his ears pierced. I thought, huh. Step one. Like, are, are we seeing this happen? <laughs> like, are they literally transforming Bruce with beating him down? Because he always sounds like he's getting beat down, right, by the family. He's like, no one's paying attention to him. They No one listens to a word he says. And then all of a sudden he said, watch, you, uh, you've won. You've converted me. The reason that I fell in love with the woman I married is she and I are both pretty sensible when it comes to pop culture mm. and uh, the latest trends, and we don't give a damn. You don't care. But I yeah. remember, when did the when did the Kardashians first burst on the scene with their show? It had to be 10-plus years ago, right? Because it was before we had kids, and I remember she had, she said, listen, I re- and it obviously wasn't during baseball season because I would have said, I'll bleep that, I'm watching the Twins mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. But I remember her, her saying, hey, Everyone at work has started to watch this show. Do you want to watch an episode with it, or do you want to watch it with me? And I remember, okay, because I had, I because I was working at my talk at the time, and I thought, well, it is pop culture, so I, need to know. I probably should yep. watch it just yep. so I know what's going on. Mike, I'm not kidding. We did not last eight minutes. Oh, really? Okay. I remember we we had started to watch it, and she said, "This is stupid. What 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 is this?" And I thought. Please shut this off. I can feel my brain getting dumber. Yeah, it, it's it is weird to watch. It started in two thousand seven. It's had twenty seasons. So okay. obviously they're doing multiple. So it was literally there. right when I started working here. Yeah, because so I thought you oh, had to like, oh, culture. I better, I better do it. I better if they watch. They talk about Kim Kardashian. I better need to know who they're talking about. Because I didn't even know who she was when it was brought up on our show. Well, I was like on. you didn't watch the video. Like you haven't seen. Well, the... but wasn't the video after that? Uh, no, I think that's what gave them the show is because she was already sort of famous from oh. her, her. You know, I've never seen that video. I don't think I don't I've... even know what video you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, Mike, thanks for joining me today. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. <laughs> Let's get ourselves out of trouble before uh, anything else happens. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've made it this long into this week's edition of the Weekly Scramble, we will do this again next week. Until then, cheers. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sp- the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.